A man is arrested for trying to kill someone for eating all the tacos. Some trespassers called the police after locking themselves in a jail cell. And a McDonald's is banning teenagers after 6 p.m. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet. Well, hold on. It's the only daily weird news podcast, period, guys. A man has been arrested after trying to kill someone for eating all the tacos. Need a little bit more information here. Was it a Tuesday? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying I can understand if it was a Tuesday. The story's out of Morgantown, West Virginia. Apparently tacos are in a shortage in West Virginia. Not a lot of tacos in West Virginia, just a lot of uh, cousins getting married. A man in West Virginia has been charged after allegedly trying to kill somebody in Morgantown for, quote, eating all the tacos. Need to know how many tacos. And was he warned prior to? I mean, if you warn someone not to eat all your tacos and then they eat all your tacos, eh. We have the deputies with the Monongalia County Sheriff's Department. They responded to the report of a dispute on a place called Warm Hollow Road. Warm Hollow Road sounds lovely, very warm. Hollow Road, there's a taco shortage on Warm Hollow Road, clearly. When the deputies arrived, they spoke with the victim, who they're not naming. The victim's been spared the embarrassment. The victim stated that Mr. Dale Martin, age 53, of Morgantown, became irate due to, quote, them eating all the tacos. Who is them? Huh? The animals? At the time, Dale Martin went to a bedroom. He was angry that they ate all the tacos. He retrieved a 22 caliber semi-assault Semi-automatic rifle, they're saying. It's a semi-automatic rifle. It's a way to solve your taco problems in West Virginia, apparently. The victim, unnamed, ran up the staircase after seeing Martin with the rifle. Did you or did you not eat his tacos, bro? Got to get down to the brass tacks of this story. The victim stated that Dale Martin, quote, fired the gun into the staircase where he had just been. And a witness to the incident said that Martin, quote, called him earlier in the evening and stated, I just shot at that guy. They're not naming the victim. Don't think I won't now go get the 12-gauge and blow his effing head off. No mention of the tacos in the phone call. Didn't you ask him why? Like, why would you blow this guy's head off? Well, he ate my tacos. All right, all right. What kind of tacos? Al Pastor? Those are pretty good tacos. I'd be very upset if someone ate all my Al Pastor tacos. I like the onion and I like the pineapple combo platter on that one. Deputies... At the scene, found the firearm as well as some spent shell casings. At least two of the rounds went through the residence into the outer walls. It says here, uh, Martin has been charged with attempted murder. He's being held in the jail. I mean, but he didn't actually kill anyone. And, I mean, come on. <laughs> tacos, guys, right? Tacos. <laughs> come on. It's tacos. <laughs> Trespassers called 911 for help. After they broke in and locked themselves inside a jail cell. Uh, This seems like it would be the easiest arrest ever. Stories out of St. Louis. Three trespassers had to be rescued by police after accidentally locking themselves inside a jail cell in a vacant city jail. Um, Are we supposed to believe there's a vacant jail in the U.S.? (laughs) I don't think so. They're all filled to the brim over here. 
I think I read a stat where it's like it's like one tenth of U.S. citizens are imprisoned. Is that is that true? Is it something like that? It's like an alarming amount of people are in jail in the U.S. I mean, that's one thing we're good at jailing individuals. It's big business over here. Big business. Well, anyways, apparently this city jail was shuttered. Yeah, some individuals decided it would be fun to break in after hours. Yeah, I think they call that urban exploration. It can be fun until you lock yourself inside a prison. <laughs> then you got to call the police to get you out of jail. Fascinating. Um, I can totally get on board with the self-imprisonment of criminals. It makes everybody's job easier. And you save money this way. So we have St. Louis Police Spokesperson Sergeant Charles Wall said that officers responded to a place called The Workhouse. It's a medium security institution in St. Louis. Uh, there was a response after three individuals called 911 for help. The police arrived, and they, I guess they were like, it's illegal for you to be here, fellas, so we're just going to leave you here. All right, case closed. <laughs> it says here the uh, police helped free the men from the jail cell and then promptly arrested them. A couple of officers were wounded, it says, from laughing too hard. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> these dummies. Uh, the spokesperson says these men face possible charges for trespassing, property damage, burglary, and theft. I don't know what they're stealing at a closed jail. I assume all the fascinating items have been removed, such as weaponry, handcuffs. It's probably not even... They don't even have any German shepherds left over, I'd imagine. An investigation is ongoing. Now, it says here an in-depth investigation is ongoing, but I think you could just stop the investigation. It's obvious what's going on here. It's, it's called urban exploration, and it can be quite fun. People like to break into old abandoned malls, insane asylums, and in this case, jails. It's just a thing, man. They do it for the gram, bro. Doing it for the gram. Yo, Bobby, get in that jail cell, right? Get a photo in the jail cell. <laughs> Oops, can't get out. This jail, apparently, in St. Louis has sat empty for more than a year. The last inmates were moved out in May 2022, about a year after St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones announced it would close the jail amid allegations of inhumane conditions. It says here, a committee is overseeing the facility's future. They've been tasked with narrowing down some new uses for the jail to recommend to the city leaders. Yeah, I got some suggestions for you. An old jail, you could turn it into a gym or a brewery. That would be amazing. Jailhouse brewery? Nailed it, guys. That's free. That's just free advice for you, St. Louis. You're welcome. Yay! Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A McDonald's bans teenagers from coming into the restaurant after 6 p.m., a McDonald's branch has banned teenagers from entering their particular restaurant at night after staff faced abuse from some of these teenagers within the branch. 
They keep calling it a branch like it's a bank. You're a fast food joint, bro. Just call it a joint. A McDonald's joint in Fort William in the Scottish Highlands says it was not an easy decision, but they have had to ensure the safety of their staff and their customers. This teenager ban, which will come into force within a few days, will mean anyone under 18 will not be allowed in the store after 6 p.m. What about with a parent? Can they come in with their parents? Police in Scotland say it was aware of various incidents of antisocial behavior and was working to find meaningful solutions for young people within the community. A spokesperson for the branch. You mean the joint? They say it would not tolerate abuse towards their employees. All right, see, the employees have been attacked, I'd imagine. I've covered so many stories about fast food employees and the dangers of this job. They've been attacked and some even murdered at their job. Not worth it for minimum wage, I have to say. Uh, The spokesperson has a statement about this. I can't really do a Scottish accent. Let's try. Let's try. Due to recent events, we have had to make the decision not to allow under-18s into the store after 6 p.m. This is the worst Scottish accent ever. (laughs) I'm going to abandon it right away in the middle of the quote. Okay, so due to recent events, they've had to make the decision. They're not going to allow under-18s into the store after 6 p.m. This has not been an easy choice, they say. However, they must put the well-being of their staff and customers first. They will not tolerate or normalize abusive behavior towards their staff. Having tried various tactics and compromises with the, quote, culprits, they say, we are left with no choice but to make a rule that affects all young people of Fort William based on, sadly, the actions of just a few. As the nights get colder, we want to be a safe and warm place for the young people of Fort William. But we cannot do this at the cost of our safety. We have met with local police today, and they have agreed that this is the best plan of action for us currently. We hope to revise this decision in the future. I find it strange that they uh, are calling their McDonald's branch a safe and warm place for the young people of the area. (laughs) Is there nowhere to go? Are we talking about homeless teens here that need to warm up? I need more information. Everybody just flocking to the McDonald's. This is the only establishment that has heat in the Fort William area. I need to know. A police spokesperson says, uh, quote, we are acutely aware of the disruptive effect that antisocial behavior has on the community in Fort William. Local officers work closely with partners to address these issues and find meaningful solutions to direct our young people away from harmful behaviors. It is worth stressing that the vast majority of young people do not come to the attention of the police, but we know that a small minority do sometimes become involved in antisocial behavior, and their actions can have a negative impact on the lives of the local residents. We are committed to encouraging people away from this kind of behavior, but will take appropriate action where incidents are reported and offenders are identified. Anyone who has concerns about antisocial behavior in their area is encouraged to contact police by calling 101 as promptly as possible. I would love to know the exact antisocial behavior that's occurring in there. They just keep calling it antisocial behavior, which is very vague. I mean, are they simply being loud? Are they just shooting annoying TikTok videos? Or are they like throwing stuff at the employees? Like, uh, that's what's going on in the U.S. They're just they're like, you're out of ketchup? And then they choke them out for some reason. I mean, I <laughs> they pull a gun because they want extra cheese. I mean, it's really in- insane the psychotic behavior at the fast food restaurants in the U.S. 
I highly doubt that that same behavior is happening in Europe, but maybe, maybe. But uh, again, this article doesn't give me any more details. Um, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to defend the teenagers that have been antisocial in this instance, though, because I really feel horrible for fast food employees. I mean, my heart goes out to them. It's just a, it's hard work. It's long hours and very little pay. And there's so many dangers associated with the position these days, it seems. But I don't know. Do you guys think an overall ban for just just a, a sweeping ban of anyone under 18 in the store after 6 p.m. is acceptable? Call the show. I'd love to hear your opinion of this. 646-450-2012. Also, if you have a Scottish accent, please definitely call. Please. I really need to, I need to learn this accent. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yay! Hello, my friends, loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for spending your Monday, a little bit of it anyways, with this episode. I appreciate all the holiday messages I got over the weekend. Just an update on my health. Uh, tested again. Still have COVID today, but I feel a lot better. I really do. So pushing through. I have shows upcoming in the Bay Area, so I'm hoping it'll be totally gone by uh, Thursday, um, I'll be monitoring that and I'll let you know. But anybody in the Bay Area, I'm going to be doing shows in San Francisco and Oakland Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And uh, you you can find all the details on my Instagram at Funny Jones. If you're up there, just drop me an email, by the way, and I can I can uh, send you some specific details if there's a particular night that you would like to, that you have available. Maybe you can only get a babysitter on a particular night. Um, the majority of the shows will be in Oakland, by the way. Uh, Oakland is a city I just adore, and I do a lot of uh, comedy up there. It's a great comedy town, by the way. Awesome, awesome. Uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com, and my Instagram is at funnyjones. I want to give thanks and praise, to, uh, first off, to Anne-Marie Autot, who became a Patreon Patreon member. Uh, I think this last name is Autot? Autot? Autot. Oh, it's probably Autot. I think I got, oh man, difficult pronunciation, but I think I got it. Auto, I'm sure Anne-Marie will reach out to me and let me know whether or not I pronounced this correctly in the shout, in the official shout out. Anyways, big thanks and praise. Big holiday thanks to Anne-Marie for joining the Patreon. I appreciate the generosity, especially around the holidays. It really means a lot. Thank you for joining the Patreon. Please enjoy the extra content that's in the Patreon. That's what you get, guys. It's like getting extra weird content from Jonesy. So, uh, and also someone, oh, someone sent me a PayPal. It was Teresa Lamar sent me PayPal holiday bucks. And she wrote, good luck with your life, man. Terry Lynn, Terry Lynn has sent me PayPal before PayPal donations. And so, um, I'm just so happy and so grateful for Terry Lynn for sending me a PayPal over Thanksgiving. How generous, how generous. And I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much, Terry Lynn. I hope you had a great holiday. Uh, if you guys want to send me a PayPal, 
to support the show over the holidays. It's very simple. It's just my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. And uh, you, of course, you can buy me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com as well. Just click on the coffee banner. Pretty easy. Um, anyways, um, and if you want to send me something, just uh, email me. I'll give you my address, funnyjones at gmail.com. All right, I keep repeating myself. Anyways, I hope everybody's doing good. I hope you had a great holiday weekend, great Thanksgiving with loved ones. You ate some amazing food and watched some nice football. Um, The football was what got me through, for sure, as I mentioned on the Friday episode. And then just watched football all weekend and rested for the most part. Uh, Got my voice back, almost. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a productive week uh, as we lead up to Christmas. Yep, it's coming, guys. It's so close. So damn close. I noticed that right after Halloween, they were putting up uh, Christmas stuff in the stores, which was kind of alarming. I was like, can we go? We, we have Thanksgiving ahead of us. Can we do one holiday at a time, guys? They try and shove it down your throat. Just stuff Christmas right down your throat, which I, I warn you, don't stuff Christmas down our throats, everybody. Corporate America or whatever advertising you're just gonna spoil it for us christmas is sweet when it's like three weeks long you're like oh that's like a sweet spot for christmas you can enjoy enough of it that's enough that's enough gingerbread yeah that's enough peppermint latte it's enough christmas lights three weeks is a perfect amount it's a perfect amount of christmas music you know it's a, it's a perfect amount of dis- discussions of fat guys coming down chimneys and pretending that the guy exists uh, in front of the children to not spoil their dreams. Any more than three weeks, those it gets sour. Yeah, you know, it just gets too sour. So that's my Christmas complaint. That's all. But at the end of the day, Christmas is nice. Spending it with your loved ones. And I'm rambling right now for no reason. So I'm going to stop. 